Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your host, Heather McMahon. What's up, everybody? Heather McMahon here. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast. Oh, my God, that voice kills me. You have to understand, my dream growing up was to be a radio disc jockey from 1995. Everybody, how are you doing? Let's hit it to Ginger with the weather. That would have been my jam. If I would have been like a 35-year-old man in 1995, I would have worked. I would have worked. I would have worked at a radio station and fucking crushed it. Because this voice is my favorite voice on the planet. In fact, I just realized I need to uh, re-record my voicemail on my phone. You've reached Heather McMahon's line. She can't come to the phone right now because she's probably drinking wine or taking a shit. Leave a message. We'll get back to you. Ugh, what the fuck am I doing? What am I doing today? I don't even know. I'm a little frazzle-dazzle, and I'll tell you why. I've been lying to you all the last three weeks saying, guys, we have a really exciting guest coming. We have a really exciting guest coming. I've got so many guests lined up. Did you know that I have friends? And then last week, everyone canceled and had to reschedule, so it's still just me. But don't worry. We do have guests coming. We're rescheduling this week. We're getting them on the docket. Listen, everybody fucking lost power this past week. We lost power here in Atlanta. We had a little bit of the cold, but not nearly close to what Tennessee and Texas had. And we're going to get into all of this today. I'm going to hit the hotline. I want to see what you guys have been up to, but we got we to gotta talk about this. We got to pump the brakes real quick and check in on our, on our brothers and sisters down there, you know, in the hill country, down in Texas. Here's the deal. Before I get really controversial, I just want to say that Atlanta experienced this snowpocalypse, icepocalypse situation about eight years ago. It hit us all at once. We were ill-equipped, weren't ready. I mean, when you're in the South, we don't have like salt machines or ice machines. We don't have that. It's 105 degrees humidity, 90% of our year. So we had something similar happen. People just had to abandon their cars on the highway. It iced over. People were freezing in their cars. Everybody lost power. It was like black ice. The entire city was fucking black ice. The entire state. We lost power. It was fucking gnarly. Now, we didn't have the same situation as Texas per se in the sense where I guess Texas is on their own power grid. Like it's a whole fucking other situation over there. But everybody made fun of us up north. All these fucking people from New Jersey were like, oh, you guys don't know what you're doing. Oh my God. It's a little bit of ice and snow. Ah, I forgot about it. There's somebody in my life who I actually don't speak to right now. And this woman literally wrote on her Facebook, I don't see what the big deal is. It's a little bit of ice. And that was eight years ago. And I need you to know that I still have to talk to my therapist about that comment because it fucking pissed me off so bad. Nothing makes me more angry than when somebody up north acts like when we go through something down here, it's not a big deal. Oh, it's not a big deal, Maria. I'm sorry. We usually deal with hurricanes and tornadoes. Do we all, most of us have basements in order to seek shelter? Yeah. Do we do tornado drills growing up? Sure did. Do we have hurricane preparedness preparation bags? Yeah, we do. Were we ready for a fucking ice snowpocalypse in Galveston, Texas? No, we weren't. 
didn't see it coming. Why? Because that's not our thing. And I love my friends and family from up north, but y'all got to pump the brakes on being, it's not even that cold. It's not even that cold. It is cold. It's cold for us. Everything is relative to your situation. Also, shit got dire in Texas. I was calling, beeping, tweeting all of my family. I texted my cousin. She lives in Austin. She's like, Heather, my apartment right now is 38 degrees. We have no power, no running water. Like, this is fucking crazy. So I'm just saying, and this is not a North versus South thing. You know, I love New York. I thrived in New York. My husband's from New York. My mom's from fucking Boston, packing the can, have it, yeah. But I won't tolerate this immediate, oh, it's not that cold. 13 degrees is fucking 13 degrees. I don't care if you grew up in an igloo and like, you know, in the Outer Banks of Canada and the Yukon, and that's what you do. It's still fucking cold to the person who's in it. So this weather shaming has to fucking stop. And then I noticed like towards the end of the week when people really started to figure out how bad shit was in Texas. Of course, I was, well, I can't really say actually boots on the ground because I was here in Georgia, but we've dealt with this shit. I'm calling everybody all week. I'm posting things. All right, this is where you can donate. This is what's going on. I'm checking in on all of my people as best as I can do to see if they have fucking power. And you got finally some like bitch from Connecticut. It's like, oh, wow, guys, praying for Texas. I'm like, I've been praying for them since Monday. It's now Saturday and you want to chime in. But when I look back at your Facebook post from Monday, it was basically like, deal with it, bitch. Y'all are being a bunch of little crybabies. And I'm like, you don't even fucking know what we deal with down here. I don't want to hear it. It's a wrap. And I'm fired up about this because I just want to get this PSA out there. Weather shaming is almost as worse as COVID shaming. I'm still getting questions from people like, hey, Heather, like, where did you get COVID? Like, where did you get it? <laughs> Yo, I don't know where. I think I'm maybe nowhere. But regardless, this question of like, so where did you get it? Do you know where you got it? You guys are acting like this is the fucking chlamydia. Like, if you sleep with somebody who's got a little bit of a crusty dick, you probably know where you got that from. Hold on. I got to take a sip of my, my hydration because I am literally lit, almost lightheaded right now. Hold on. Heather, where did you get it? Do you know where you got it? It's not like I'm buying like bootleg Louis Vuitton bags off Canal Street. Like, yeah, let me tell you where to get it. Here's the thing. You go up to the hot dog stand. You ask for a guy named Milo. Milo will click his heels three times. Next thing you know, you know, you got your boy Mark coming out with all the Louis Vuitton bags. He'll place them out on a black sheet. You have 30 seconds to choose which one cash only. Let's go. Bada bing, bada boom. That's not what we're doing here. We're in a global pandemic. That means that it's a virus. It's everywhere. It is airborne. (sighs) The wind. Did you feel that on the back of your neck? Could have been COVID. Do you know where you got it? (laughs) Everyone's asking, do you think you know? Do you know where you got it? If I slept with a man who lived under a bridge and did meth, and then maybe a week and a half later, I woke up with a horrible vaginal disease, I'm going to take a wild guess. P to P, the subtext of that text, context clues lead me to believe it was probably that guy named Ronnie under the bridge. It's a lot of shaming. Also, we have vaccine shaming going on. Absolutely fucking not. This really just put a fucking fire under my ass the other day. There's a lady, she's an actress. Her name's Amanda Klutz. I'm sure you all know about her story. Her husband, Nick Cordero, who was on uh, Broadway, on the Broadway, I think really made such national news because his situation was just so incredibly dire with COVID. It was so sad. You know, he was in a coma for quite some time. They had him on life support and unfortunately he didn't make it. And now Amanda's had this wonderful opportunity to be a host on the show, The Talk. And she's using her platform for good and just trying to like be the best single mom she can be. So she went and got the vaccine this past week. Guys, you have to realize the vaccine situation is different state by state. If you're in New Jersey and you smoke, you can go get the fucking vaccine. Everybody needs to quit shaming, weather shaming, COVID shaming, vaccine shaming. So Amanda, who lost her husband to COVID, put up online, hey, I went to one of these vaccine facilities and I waited in line at the end of the day and whatever that they have left, they have to dispose of because, you know, this shit has to be refrigerated and you got to throw it out 
won't last through the night. All over Georgia, they're allowing people to do that. In Georgia right now, if you go take your grandma to get the vaccine, you can get the vaccine too if they have extras. Plenty of people are not going to their appointments, skipping it, da-da-da, making multiple appointments all over town and then only going to one spot. So she put up online, like, emotional moment for her. Her husband died of COVID. She was able to get an extra shot that they had at the end of the day. Being vaccine, she's been living in fear because she has a sweet young son, and she is a single parent. She doesn't want her sweet son to also lose his mama too. And people started giving her shit, saying she was using her celebrity. She's like, I waited for hours at the same fucking vaccine bank that everybody else did. My husband died of COVID. If you have a family member who died of COVID, you should get the vaccine first. Want to know why? Because you went through hell. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, on my end, if they come out with something for cancer, all of us who lost a direct relative to cancer should be able to like show up and get a little kickback. You know what I'm saying? This is fucking crazy. I don't know how the weather sent me over to like the vaccine of it all. But anyways, I'm just, I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with people? This lady lost her husband to COVID and y'all are upset. She sat there for a couple hours at the end of the day to get an extra shot. Give me a fucking break. You know, it's usual about my routine every day. I'm usually having some damn wine at around five o'clock because the world is keeping me on my damn toes. You know what I love is usual wines. Let's talk about it. Usual wines are wines for the modern drinker, okay? I'm, I know I've been watching a lot of Outlander and these old shows, but I'm a modern gal. I live in 2021 and I love a crisp glass of modern modern wine, which is usual wines. Here's the deal. Each bottle is 6.3 ounces of a heavy pour or about a glass and a half of wine. So no more pouring wine down the sink because you don't want to finish the bottle. You know, you just need that nightcap. You're like, oh, I just did the dishes. I'm like, I finished my work. The kids are in bed. I'm going to kick my feet up, but I don't want to ruin a whole bottle. Well, you don't have to because of each single serve format and the bottle design usual is always fresh. So no more flat bubbly or stale rosé. The wines are low carb and have zero grams of sugar. You know, I like that. I'm not trying to have, you know, the diabetes because I'm just drinking sugar. Usual has a red blend, a rosé, a sparkling white wine called Brut. We also have Usual Spritz, a low alcohol, low calorie wine spritzer that's made of delicious sparkling wine and guava juice. Hell yeah. Be transported to the islands of Hawaii with that guava juice. Hey, and like a white cloth, basically for grownups. Each serving is just 83 calories. This is a no-brainer. Go check out their website at www.usualwines.com and use my discount code ABSOLUTELY for $8 off your first order. Hey, and try your first glass on us. That's usualwines.com and use code ABSOLUTELY for $8 off your first order. Meanwhile, meanwhile, you're in Talladega right now at a Hooters eating two dozen wings next to high school lacrosse kids who are out there doing some tourney. I don't know. I don't know why. I just felt like, you know what I mean? Like Hooters. I felt like whenever we were on like a soccer tournament out of the tri-state area or whatever, we would always go to a Hooters. I don't know why. And it was a girl's team. I I don't know why. I'm confused. Anyways, I'm just saying, all this has to stop, guys. We got to pump the brakes. We see the line at the end of the tunnel. We are trying to get through. But chill the fuck out. And hey, if you're up north and you see somebody dealing with cold weather in the south, pick up the phone, ring, ring. Hey, Trish, hey, it's your girl, Emily. It's your girl, Emily from Delaware. Here's the deal. I'm going to tell you, I see a winter storm's coming. So I'm going to help you prep. Get out your winter coats, your some gloves, mittens, scarves, wrap it around the pipes, let it trickle. Let's go ahead and maybe prepare. Let's help our friends be three steps ahead of the game as opposed to calling on a Sunday when the situation's been lit since a Monday and going, wow, things look like they kind of got bad for you guys. Yeah, no shit. No fucking shit. Staying hydrated, staying lit. That shit just run me the wrong way. You bet your ass. If you've got high blood pressure and they come out with something for, I don't know, high blood pressure. I hope that person's the first fucking person in line. If you lost your cat to feline AIDS, you should be the first person in line to get a new cat. Do you know what I'm saying? We all got to chill the fuck out and use our critical thinking. Come on now. Let's call each other. How's the weather? You know, it used to be a thing where you didn't want to talk about the weather. It was a bullshit conversation. Now, because we are probably living in the end of times, Deuteronomy 7.4 said, 
watch out. When Texas freezes over, guess what? The Lord's a coming. I check in on my friends in California. Hey, you got your bug out back? You check the, you know, you know, head of table. Is it sturdy? What's happening? They're waiting for the big quake. Let's just be nicer to each other and check in on one another. Instead of, it's not even that cold down there. Oh my God, 20 degrees. Why are you bitching? It's not even that cold. We don't deal with it. It's not our thing. You know what our thing is down here? I'll tell you what. Fun, sun, sweet tea, joy, not bitching, good hair, lots of false eyelashes, turkey. We have them loose in the yard. What else is this known for? Good food, great faces. I don't know if you've ever been to the University of Mississippi, some of the most beautiful women and men you've ever seen. Just letting you know. And I know, Alyssa, my number one follower is from New York. Shout out to New York. Love you guys. But if you've got a relative down south, just call and check on them and vice versa. It goes both ways. You know what I mean? It does. It does. Absolutely. But I'm just saying, I hate the, I and she just coming. No. No, guess what? No one did. Oh, where did you get the COVID from? I don't fucking know. Your mom? <laughs> I'm spiraling. Okay, um, let's get into something happy and then I'm going to get into the voicemails. Here's the deal. I decided I'm going to play golf again. That is the only thing that Jeff, re- like he loves golf. He loves it so much. And I've realized being home and having all this weird fucking time off, I'm good at a lot of things. I never gave myself credit. Like overall, I really genuinely think I'm a great person. That's a humble brag. I am, I'm a worker bee. I get a lot of shit done. I mean, I bring you hot fire content on this podcast. I, my Instagram is always a plus, you know, I, I'm a great lover. I'm turning into quite the little chef, great dog mom. Rigatoni's told me himself. He's like, wow, you're a bad bee. I'm just, you know, I love this time at home being with my family. But I've realized Jeff sneaks away to go to the golf course. We live right next door. We join a club. It's great. I grew up at a country club. It's my fucking jam. They've got so many cool young new members. Like we're really like, we're mixing it up. You know, it's just not just your grandparents anymore. A lot of fun, cool young folk up there. So I decided, listen, I played golf in high school. Can you believe it? I did. I played all through high school. My college roommate, Dory Carter, shout out to Dory. She was a professional golfer. She's now a coach. Like, I'm just telling you right now, golf's in my blood. All right? It's, it's who I am. I am also Scots-Irish, which means, <laughs> you ever been to St. Andrew? I have. You're welcome. When I'm hitting that sauce hard on a Friday, you know, I can't wake up on Saturday hungover. Why? Because I really and truly, I live with my mother. But two, it's that anxiety. It's the Saturday scaries, the Sunday scaries, the Monday scaries, every day scary. Because you don't want to feel like you wasted a day. Hey, but with no days wasted, no days wasted, DHM Detox, it is an amazing herbal supplement, which is essentially a vitamin for when you drink. And they'll make sure you have no days wasted. We all need a little support when we have a couple drinks so we can get back to feeling our best the next day. Life is all about balance. And that's what DHM Detox helps with, okay? It is designed to help you bounce back the next day and support your liver. Imagine this, you're a few drinks in the evening, you're having a great time, and the next morning you wake up feeling normal. It's a thing. It basically uses your body's own natural response to alcohol to help break down those toxins. Forget the brain fog and that gross next day feeling. Just take two capsules after your first couple drinks and it goes right to work. And if you're having a bigger night, you know, just double up and take two packets. Listen, it's completely risk-free purchase. So if you don't love it, they'll refund you on your first box. And that is, I'm telling you right now, a no friggin' brainer. I've got you 20% off your first order and free shipping in the U.S. Just head over to nodayswasted.co slash absolutely. And use promo code absolutely at checkout. That's nodayswasted.co slash absolutely for 20% off your order. It didn't get better than that. 20% off and no days wasted. That's where we need to be these days. I got shit to do. I know you got shit to do. No more Saturday, Sunday, Monday scaries with no days wasted.co slash absolutely for 20% off. Now back to the podcast. Jeff though, as a coach, you know, he loves his golf. He's not that great at it, but it's okay. I'm going to encourage him. 
So his whole thing is that he, I said, listen, I used to be decent at golf. So I'm going to start playing again so we can do this together. I want us to have a proactive thing other than eating and drinking that we can do together that's fun and competitive. I have realized I'm not really competitive with anyone else but Jeff. There's something about like just having that little thing to hold over his head, which just brings me so much joy because he is so serious about his golf game that to me, if I can whoop his ass and win money from him, it would just bring me such deep gratitude and joy. I mean, it's like a sick fetish that I just want to watch him lose against me. Again, if you come for him or you try and swindle him and you're not me, I'll fucking take you out at the kneecaps and take your titties off. Like I'm not fucking around. So don't come for my man. But anyway, so we went out to the golf course yesterday. We tried to play the par three. It was a beautiful day here in Georgia. It warmed up. Too many kids on the par three. I mean, we rolled up in the Audi and you could hear the tires burning to go to the other side of the golf course. I said, no, I'm not fucking doing it. Too many kids. I'm in the process of freezing my eggs. While I like children and I'm wanting to put my own on ice, I just couldn't be around that many toddlers before I had had a Chardonnay on a Sunday. Do you know what I'm saying? It was just too much. It was too much. Also, I need you to know I'm raging today because I don't really get a period that often. And it's been a hormonal roller coaster, and I'll get into it in a second. But um, she's, she's really fully woman today. And I'm just on my soapbox. Anyways, back to golf. So we go over to the driving range. And I don't know why I just got this burning fire of just anger. I got sent all of these really cute outfits from these huge names in golf last year, like in June, right? Because I talked about I was going to get back into, you know, golf. Nothing fucking fit. Everything's an extra large. I, I, so I was already pissed before I left the house because this fucking windbreaker I was trying on, I don't know if it was an extra large for a shelter cat, if it was an extra large for a small rock collection, if it was an extra large to, I don't know, drape over your petunias to get them weather ready. This wasn't an extra large for an actual grown ass woman. I was going through all of the stuff. And this is a really big brand that sent me a bunch of shit. And I'm like, who the fuck is this for? So A, I was PMSing. B, I was pissed off because I couldn't wear any of my cute new golf outfits because nothing fucking fit. And C, there were too many fucking kids out. So I get to the range. I'm hitting balls and I'm just surrounded. These two guys behind me, like a Dylan on like a Donnie. You know what I mean? No, more like a, like a, a, a Miller. Because you know, it's a thing in the South where everybody has last names for first names. I'm obsessed with it. I want you to sound like a law firm. Just want y'all to know, my mother almost named me Smithson, S-M-I-T-H-S-O-N, Smithson McMahon. And she was going to call me Smitty McMahon. And I said, Smithson McMahon sounds like a injury attorney's law firm. Smithson McMahon, injury attorneys, 1-800-888-8888. And if you don't know what that is, I just stole that from Salino and Barnes, which is a injury attorney's law firm in New York, and they, apparently one of them passed. I think it was Salino. Anyways, everybody in New York's been devastated about it, and I don't blame them. I don't blame them. I'm at the range. It's a beautiful day. I'm just chunking them, you know, and my back hurts because I can feel the period coming. Ladies, you know what I'm talking about. You can literally almost feel the egg drop, and you're like, but in my case, there's like no eggs, so it's fucking complicated. I'm like, what is even dropping? Why am I this fat if I don't have any eggs down there in, in the pouch? You know what I mean? It's like, I got a full carton, but there's nothing's good. Nothing has a yoke in it. So why am I even bloated right now? For what? Shits and fucking giggles? Thanks, Eve. What a bitch she is. Anywho, I'm out there. These two guys are just like, you know what I mean? It's like, hey, dude, I'm going to hit my non-iron for about 22 minutes. And then we got we to gotta tee off at one. <laughs> hey, also, did you see that Kelsey fucking sent me that snap chop the other day? But dude, she looks good. She looks so fucking good. I don't know why when they started talking about this chick and they weren't talking about her in a disrespectful, misogynistic way, but just hearing this girl's name, like Kelsey looks so good. And in that moment, I was wearing a loose culotte because it was the only fucking pant I had appropriate to wear to the golf course. I'm bloated, had this epiphany. My life flashes before my eyes as I'm cleaning off my five iron. I literally started to weep. I had a cool tear come down my face. And I'm like, I don't look like Kelsey anymore. I am not good at golf anymore. I don't feel well. 
Texas is icy. I'm praying for them. I don't like anyone. Jeff looks like an idiot in this visor. Why am I not good at golf? I'm thirsty. That was the exact order of the things I bitched about to myself as I like slowly cried under my polarized sunglasses. I was like, why? First world problems. But there was something about hearing these like young dudes who were just like good at golf that just triggered me. It reminded me of my youth. My dad's birthday was last weekend. He was February 20th. We're in Pisces season. I'm a little extra sensitive. And I was out there just, you know, being on the golf course, there's something where I feel very spiritually connected to my father. Because when I play in high school, I wouldn't let my dad come to the tournaments because, you know, I was a son he never had. And he would be hiding in the fucking bushes on like the 16th. And you would know he was there. Like we could be down in like St. Simon, Georgia, okay? Or or Sea Island or Tybee Island or in Charleston playing attorney. And you would hear him. He'd fly down and you'd hear, you'd hear literally the, the Coke can, the Diet Coke can crisp, just crack open in the bushes. And I'd be about to like chip onto the green and go, Kyle, get out of the fucking bushes. Dad, I, know, I hear you drinking your Diet Coke in the bushes. And he'd be like, oh, oh, damn. Okay, you got me. <laughs> hey, listen, let me give you a list of all the things you fucked up on those last two holes. And you're like, dad, shut up. I got two more holes left. Let a bitch live. If you're taking multivitamins and just throwing them back down the hatch and not even knowing what's in them, you might as well be doing angel dust under a bridge with my boy named Ronnie. Listen, ritual vitamins are my jam. And what's a ritual in general? A ritual is something that you do for wellness every day. You get up, you say your prayer, you do your stretches. It's a ritual. It's to tell the Lord you're going to take care of yourself. Well, guess what? Ritual vitamins, you're doing that. I've been taking ritual vitamins for, I'd say, about a month now. Hair's glowing. Skin's glowing. Nails are long. Hair is thick. Multivitamins should contain key nutrients and forms your body can actually use to help fill the gaps in the diet. No shady extras. Do you know if you buy something off the shelves these days, it's got a lot of shady extras. That's what they used to call me in high school, but you know what I'm saying. Ritual's delayed release capsule design can deliver high quality nutrients, including vitamin D3 in just two daily pills. Also, Ritual is made traceable. You'll always know what nutrients you're taking and where they come from thanks to Ritual's one-of-a-kind visible supply chain. You want to know where this shit comes from. You can get key nutrients without the BS. Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off during your first three months. Visit ritual.com slash absolutely to start your ritual today. Again, make your multivitamins a subscription that comes to your door anytime. If you don't love Ritual within your first month, they'll refund your first order. Again, go to ritual.com slash absolutely and start your ritual today. 10% off to all my listeners during their first three months. Ritual.com slash absolutely. I don't know why. It's like the hormones are raging. I'm upset about everything that's going on in the world. I just got of like this overwhelming sense of everybody thinks they're right and I'm hormonal. And then these two young, very good looking guys or behind me, respectfully talking about another woman who looks good and I didn't feel good. And I just started to weep. And Jeff turns around. He's like, are you okay? And I was like, no. There's, I literally go, there's too many white men here. And he's like, Heather, I'm a white man. You're married to one. I wear literally sweater vests and windbreakers just like those guys. <laughs> like, What's wrong? I was like, I don't know. I need to be around women. And I just grabbed my clubs and I went to the clubhouse. I was like over it. Now, mind you, I realized why I love golf so much though. Golf is a game where you talk fucking shit. The only person you have to blame is yourself. Golf is very much so like comedy where I only have myself to blame. If I have a bad set, yeah, the audience could be kind of shit, but it's like golf. The greens could be running fast. The wind could be whipping. There are elements, but the only person that you have to blame is yourself. If you can't get your ass out of a sand trap, that's on you. If you've got a heckler in the audience who's being a fucking douche and you're not quick enough on your feet to put them down, that's on you. So I was really having one of those moments where I was just connecting. I, so I went up to the clubhouse and it's fucking rocking, you know, 
I'm sitting at the bar. Everything's spaced out, safe. Now, mind you, everybody at the club now has been vaccinated because it's a solid. The younger crowd was out, but they were doing the par three with their kids. You know, they all have young kids. The older crowd is where I thrive. Everybody's 65 up. I mean, they're just jamming. So we're all being safe. And so every time somebody would try and approach me, I'd be like, hey, Sherry, let's, you know, be safe. She's like, honey, I'm vaccinated. I don't give a shit. You have you had COVID last month. Give me a hug and a honey. You know what I do? I bring my own Swiss Miss hot chocolate. And then I have them put rumple mints or peach schnapps. Or I have them put butterscotch schnapps in there. These are my kind of friends. You know what I mean? And they're all my neighbors. And so it was just great. So I'm sitting in the clubhouse. I'm like, God, I want to join a ladies nine hole. Next thing you know. I swear to God, it was like a scene from a movie. My neighbor Gail comes up. Gail, I'm not making these names up. You know this crowd. You know them. You just just picture it. Gail in a full seafoam green and paisley print floral golf outfit. And she's like, Heather, please join our ladies nine home. She's like, you know, I'm, a bunch of my ladies on my team, their granddaughters and their, you know, their kids follow you. So I need you to introduce them. So Gail then introduces me to not making this fucking up. Sherry, Dottie, Donna, Linda. And I swear to God, there was a Trish in the mix. And they're like, oh, we're starting. We're starting next week. Oh, yeah, you want to play the, the scratch, the scramble? Hell yeah, it's outdoors, COVID safe, we're doing our thing. And I said, well, here's the thing, Donna. I got one question. Can I smoke cigs? And she's like, fuck yeah, you can. We're not going to tell anybody, but fuck yeah, you can. Honey, I only do it for the wine and for the fact that it keeps my L7 and my L8 lumber as hell. Like, you know what I mean? You know that one lady in every golf group who's got a real strong feminine, but also highly masculine energy, and her husband's name is always like, it's like Jason. Jason, come here. Jason, did you get my Chardonnay? I said put ice in it. God damn it, Jason. I swear to God. If he didn't lay down that good dick every night, I would have left his ass years ago. <laughs> You're like, what? You're 55 and fucking savage. Yes. This is the energy I needed. So I just got a text from Gail. This is the text I got from Gail today. Like literally like I'm in this ladies nine hole course and I am the youngest by probably I'd say 20 years. Hey, Heather, great to see you at the club last night. Well, you've really got the girls excited about us playing golf with us. I have to ask if you have an established handicap with the club or somewhere else. If not, we can get you one quickly. It's not a problem. You'll just have to play a few rounds of golf and log your scores. I can help you go off that. I'm hoping I'll get to be your big sister. Oh, fuck. Yes. Yo, this is like a sorority all over again. We'll meet soon and I'll get you all the info. Gail. Fuck yes. I'm back. My attitude changed. I literally was like, I just needed the sisterhood of the traveling windbreaker. You know, I needed to be in a culotte in a soft, sensible golf shoe with a bunch of older women who literally would just knock me on my ass, keep me humble, keep me smiling. You know, here I was sitting in the clubhouse waiting for Jeff to finish at the at the fucking practice range. I was in a bad mood. I'm PMSing. I'm missing my father. I'm mad about the weather because I can't control it. I'm mad that, you know, we don't have everybody's been fucking vaccinated yet so we can live, laugh, love. And then I just needed my girls. They saw me from across the bar. One of them's name's fucking Dottie. Do you know the kind of story a Dottie has? Probably a fucking cool one. You know, I love my girls this age. Listen, you hang out with a group of women who are in their 50s and they'll teach you about fucking life. You're going to be teeing up and they're going to tell you, here's the deal. Do you have a separate bank account from your husband? If you don't, you need to start funneling money. Here's my accountant's number. Call him. Just put about 150K to the side. You never know what could happen. You want a cigarette? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's the kind of conversation I need. There's wisdom in women. That's why I love hanging out with my mom so much because she she pulls the shit out of her ass sometimes where she's just like, listen, when I was a bank teller back in 47, I learned that if you keep your change in the bottom of a bucket in the sunlight, shit will happen. <laughs> You're like, what? And the more I've realized that I'm like taking care of this home and trying to make things nice for Jeff, I realize I can do anything. I can load a dishwasher, do the laundry, order new tile for the backsplash, paint a fucking painting, pop my pussy run this podcast, write six pages in my script, put something funny on Instagram, wipe the dog's asshole and keep it moving. Jeff can only do one thing at a time. He can either pitch, putt, or eat a sandwich. Ladies, we can do so much. So I think right now, I just really need to connect with my sisterhood. I've missed my girlfriends. I'm so excited to hopefully be in this golf group. I don't have a handicap at the moment because I haven't been playing enough golf, but I'm going to get into it. I'm going to take a lesson. 
Look, I just really think that this, God places on my heart. Maybe my next business venture is a really fabulous line of golf clothes and tennis attire for women who are normal size. Even Gail comes up. I go, Gail, where'd you get this outfit? She goes, sweetheart, I'm wearing a large. Gail is half the size of my mother. She's probably 5'1", 90 pounds and bitches in a large. She's like, I, I can't even go to the pro shop because they don't make things for normal people. I'm like, Gail, you're a yard gnome. You're the tiniest woman I've ever met. I couldn't tell if she was sitting on the stool or standing. But I had that moment where I go, this is it. God, ding, 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 bright idea. I'm coming out with the line. I got to figure it out. Also, ladies, this is where we need to be thriving. Beat them at their own game. The sisterhood of the traveling culottes, the sisterhood of the traveling windbreaker. Let's go. Let's go. Let's get out there. Let's hit that tennis. Let's hit that golf handball, racquetball, whatever you want to do, go for it. Find that older group of women, join a bridge club, learn something, connect, call your friends in Texas. Hell, you better call your friends in the Carolinas because we know it's January, but we're going to be in hurricane season before you know it. Call and make sure they're prepped. Call your grandma and say, hey, granny, you know, the signups online for vaccines were probably pretty confusing. Do you need me to sign you up? Do you want me to take you? Do you want me to escort you? Hey, Caroline, I know your, you know, your husband passed to COVID. Let's figure out if your state makes it eligible for you to hang out and get an extra shot. <sighs> Do you know what I'm saying? Do you know what I'm saying? I hope so. <laughs> we need to be sisterhood of the traveling culottes, sisterhood of the traveling sweater vest whatever. I'm just throwing out golf attire. We need to be helping. We need to be reaching out instead of, it's not even that cold. Oh my God. I can't believe they weren't prepared for this. No fucking shit, Sherlock. Instead of pointing the fingers, let's take action steps and solve the problem. All right. I have time for a couple voicemails. Let's get into it. I hope y'all are having a better week as I am. I am on the up. We are going to be positive. I am bleeding like no one's business. I cried for about 35 full minutes while watching Outlander last night with Jeff. And he was like, are you good? I'm like, no, yes, but no. I am so glad that Modern Fertility has become a sponsor of the podcast. Why? Because I ordered it off Instagram before I even knew that they were calling me. Well, I've been going in a, you know, literally a modern fertility journey because I needed to figure out what the hell. You know, I didn't think I even want to have kids right now, but I'm doing it. Because I checked my stuff and I realized, sis better get on it. Here's the deal. That's why Modern Fertility was created. It's an easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home with a simple finger prick. Mail it in with a prepaid label and you'll get your personalized results within 10 days. So I even got my sister on it. I was like, Ashley, I have like my AMH level, which is your anti-mullerian hormone, which Modern Fertility can test, is really low. And she was like, oh, I better check mine too. So then we ordered one for my sister and now she's checking. You know, it can just give you that, that insight of like whether or not you need to maybe, I don't know, get on the ball or check things because we don't really think about it. We're so far up our own asses these days. We're not even checking on our fertility. But then you might get to where I am now and you're like, oh shit, I should have done this years ago. Listen, traditional testing with your doctor can cost over $1,000, but Modern Fertility only costs $159 to get the same information. And if you go to modernfertility.com slash absolutely, you can get $20 off your test. Also, if you have HSA or FSA, you can use those dollars on Modern Fertility. You'll get insight into how many eggs you have, your hormone levels, and other important fertility factors. These results go deep into what every hormone means. You also get that talk that's like one-on-one. Right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off their test when you go to modernfertility.com slash absolutely. That means your test will cost $139 instead of hundreds or thousands it could cost at your doctor's office. Get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash absolutely. Again, that's modernfertility.com slash absolutely. Also, side note, Outlander, another great show. You know, I'm only watching shows right now that have to do with like Europe and that are like period pieces because I don't want to watch anything current because I hate everyone. So Outlander, first two episodes, snooze fest. But guess what? It then gets really fucking good. It is also softcore porn for women. A lot of fucking hot Scottish dudes with their dicks out. That's what's up, Gucci gang. Let's go. Let's get into the voicemails. 
Here we go on the Absolutely Not line. Again, you can always call 800-213-7503. Hey, Heather. This is Zep McKenzie from Louisiana. I was just calling with an Absolutely Not. Me and my mom went today for a Thai massage because you always just talk about how great they are. And I cried three times. I felt like I was playing an uncle with my older cousin. And it, it was just miserable. And I'm, I'm still sore. I've drank five bottles of water. Maybe I'm a baby back bitch. I don't know. But I'm in pain. And I, I, I felt like I should have had to sign a waiver for that. Absolutely not to Thai massages. Okay. First of all, I love this because one, that's how a Thai massage is supposed to feel. So, okay. I have a couple questions. Here's the thing. What does playing uncle mean? Is that what you said? I went back and played it a couple times. It sounds like you said it felt like I was playing uncle with my cousins. Now, listen, you're from Louisiana. I'm from Georgia. Okay. We see each other. I have never played uncle. What? What is that? That sounds not good. Do you know what I'm saying? Playing uncle with your cousins? I mean, I fucking hate it when people, you know, are like, oh, you're from Georgia. You got all your teeth and, you know, three horses and a donkey. But I got to be honest with you, playing uncle with your cousins is about goddamn the most country damn thing I ever heard in my life. Laura willing and the creek don't rise. That sounds fucked up. I would like a better clarification of what playing uncle means. Let's see if I can Google it. Let's hold on. Let's see if we can Google it. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Give me five seconds. Play an uncle. Say uncle is a North American expression demanding that the opponent in a contest submit. Oh, if you say uncle, it means I give up. (laughs) Okay. Here's the deal. You realize that to me, uncle is something not okay. It's something you'd get arrested for. Do you know what I'm saying? So what you're saying, it was too intense. You wanted to tap, tap, tap out. It took me a second to get that. You realize? And maybe that's a phrase we need to, listen, I've had good uncles and I've had a fucking weird uncle. You know what I mean? And I'm saying if somebody were to be like, we're, you, me and the cousins are going to play uncle, I'd go, I'm not. I'm going to sit my ass on this wicker chair right here and, I don't know, read a Berenstein Bear book. I'm not fucking doing that. So that threw me for a loop there. Uh, Listen, I'm sorry that the massage was too intense. You got to tell them, though. You got to use your words. It's about communication. Say too much, too hard. But I tell you guys, when I go into a massage, specifically Thai, I want to feel beat. I like to leave a little bruised. I also have a lot of repressed feelings. I'm a Pisces. I'm always having to listen to other people's shit. You know, I comedically work through my stuff, but there's so much deep down fear, anxiety, and anger (laughs) that I have not addressed with myself that I I enjoy a nice Thai massage. It is. In fact, I actually booked for a deep tissue. Now, maybe Thai is a little too much because there's a lot of stretching involved. You do have to kind of go in there being fairly limber. Maybe you want to just go straight for, you know, just a deep tissue and ease into it. But Thai is a whole nother another world. It's like you can do kickboxing or you can do full Muay Thai. There's two different things. Kickboxing's like light, you know, it's intense. Muay Thai's like, you're going to have a trainer with the back of his heel on your jugular saying, do you want more? And it's either yes or yes. And that's the kind of fighting I like to do. I'm sorry you didn't have a good time. Again, saying uncle, I had never heard of that. I don't understand. One theory is that it derives from a phrase uttered by youngsters in the Roman Empire who got in trouble. Best of uncles. Uncle may derive from the Irish anacol, meaning the mercury or quarter, but there's no strong evidence for this conjuncture. Okay, you know what? I just think it's fucking creepy. Crying uncle? Is it crying wolf? What's the connection? But if you're from the state of Louisiana and you say, I'm playing uncle with my cousins, I'm going to call the authorities and do a wellness check. You see what I'm saying? I'm just, it sounds not great. So absolutely not to that phrase, but absolutely yes to you getting the, I was fucked. I was about to say something that was just fucked up for for getting beat up. Sometimes you need a small time woman to uh, 
Get it in there. You'll feel better later. Trust and believe. You'll thank me for it. Let's get to the next voicemail. This is Kate. I was just calling because I wanted to say absolutely not to anything that happens on the Oregon Trail. You mentioned that in a previous podcast. And I would just like to say that I had scarlet fever um, when I was a kid. And I was, I'm 28 now, so I don't really feel like that should still even exist. And my parents were also out of the country. I was living in Florida. My blessed heavenly angel of a nanny was from Trinidad, but couldn't drive. I would rollerblade to school, very Florida style. Um, and I had scarlet fever and I thought I was dying and I couldn't see my parents. And I feel like it's a little bit like, I don't know, like what's going on in the chaos of this year. So just absolutely not to just anyone getting anything that's in Oregon Trail. And also just shout out to Atlanta and Ole Miss. From it, live in Atlanta, went to Ole Miss. Hold on, sis. You had scarlet fucking fever? This is wild. Whoa. Okay. Also, couple badass things. One, obviously, you know, when I was saying earlier, when people are like, oh, where'd you get COVID from? Where the fuck did you get scarlet fever from? I mean, that's an actual genuine question. It's like if somebody shows up with malaria, you know, okay, that's it. That makes sense. Where'd you get malaria from? Oh, I was, you know, in the desert for six weeks. Lots of mosquitoes skating around. Scarlet fever. Hold on. I'm looking up scarlet fever. I mean, for fuck's sake. What happens with scarlet fever? Let's get on the wikis, the Wikipedias. Okay. Scarlet fever, mayoclinic.org. Oh, God, it's a rash. Overview. Scarlet fever is a bacterial illness that develops in some people who have strep throat, also known as scarlatina. That's a nice name. Scarlet fever features a bright red rash that covers most of the body. Scarlet fever is almost always accompanied by a sore throat and high fever. Fuck, I got, I must have gotten scarlet fever every damn day of my life because I had eczema and strep throat every day. You know, there is this interesting thing. There's a thing called Epstein-Barr virus. And apparently, like if you've ever had mono or you got strep a lot, it like lives dormant in your body and it'll come out all the time. It's like if you get like a cold sore, you know what I mean? That just stays dormant and then it'll arise to the top. But scarlet fever, yeah, that's some Oregon Trail shit. That's some Outlander shit. You know, the interesting thing was when COVID first came out, I was talking to my mom, my godmother, and they're, I mean, Angela is probably... 15, 12 years younger than my mom, 15 years. And they were both saying when they were kids, yeah, you got vaccinated, but like if somebody had scarlet fever in the neighborhood or the measles or the mumps, you went to their house, had a play date with them to get the antibodies. So that's why I also think this older generation was like, oh, COVID, we got to go get it. You know what I mean? Or they're like, we're not worried when we were kids, this is what we did. If little Timmy down the street had mumps, you went and got fucking mumps on a Tuesday. Now, obviously, we know, you know, you don't want to get that now. But uh, scarlet fever, I'm going to guess probably in the early 80s, I was probably through you for a loop and you're probably rollerblading to fucking school. Also, could you imagine letting your kids rollerblade to school now in 2021? I mean, talk about to catch fucking predator. At least on blades, they're quick. This why I'm another reason why I am so terrified. I'm putting my kids on ice, but I'm fucking terrified. Kids need to be out blading. They need to be with their helmet on, doing the damn thing, going down hills, scuffing their knees up, living life. But you can't trust anybody. Anybody with the fucking Honda Accord could roll up and snatch them. I don't trust it. But I love that your parents were out of the country and you were blading to fucking school in Florida, nonetheless, with scarlet fever. You want to know something? That's some badass bitch shit right there. P to P, pussy to pussy. Let me tell you, tiramisu, bitch. Damn, if I... If I was in the fifth grade and saw you coming around the corner with your like hair and like two pigtails and like a sweet Hello Kitty t-shirt and your body was covered in a red rash and you were on blades, do you know how fucking cool you would be at our school? We'd be like, damn, it's McKenzie. Watch out. That bitch about to be homecoming queen. Scarlet fever. And also shout out to a, to the nanny from Trinidad and Tobago. Fuck yeah. It's interesting. You know, we have our, our like second families in the Turks and Caicos. We have a house there and we go down there all the time. And so I, when I'm down in the Turks, like they have shit. They're like, 
you know, like like my girl Claudia, she'll give me shit and she's like, don't drink that. Drink this. You know what I mean? She's like two hits of papaya juice and you'll get rid of your sunburn. You're like, everybody in the islands knows better than we do. Your nanny from Trinidad was like, you're going to be fine. Hit the blades, get in the sun, you know, have a grapefruit and (laughs) go to school because that's what everybody else did. We're the only ones now who were like, can't handle a light mono. Dude, Strep used to take me out. Well, fuck, COVID took me out. But wow, talk about the eye of the tiger. She's blading to school with Scarlet Fever. This shit's wild. And you know, the more you watch shows like Outlander and Peaky, you forget this is what they dealt with. Okay, it does say left untreated scarlet fever can result in more serious conditions that affect the heart, kidneys, and other parts of the body. Here's the deal. I'm glad you made it through. I do see how alarming it is to you that you have that, the SF, the SFEV, but shit, I always had strep and always had a horrible red rash all over my body because I had eczema and I was always on rollerblades. So maybe this is like, you were me. Maybe this didn't even happen to you. You just saw me. And somehow you made it in your mind that that was you. You know what I mean? Sis, that didn't happen to you. That actually happened to me. Damn, I don't even know where we go from there, except, wow, sis, wow. That's some real shit right there. That's real shit. Yo, we only had time for two voicemails. I love each and every one of you. Thank you for calling into the hotline. Again, you can always call in at 800-213-7503. You know, I hope that you guys understand we're, we're live, laugh, loving, but I do think this reminds us if you see a friend, especially a friend's kid on blades by themselves and they're rashy and they're sweating, maybe call, check in on them. Hey, are you good? Do you have scarlet fucking fever? You need a cool popsicle? You know, not in a creepy way, but like stranger danger, but like, hey, this is a safe word. Are you okay? Would you like a Gatorade? We got to check in with each other. I want to encourage everybody, call somebody that you haven't talked to in a while, check in with them. Say, I need the following four things answered. How are you physically, spiritually, mentally, financially? You know, if they say, I need you to cut me a check for 20K, then say, all right, Tammy, you're fucking just getting greedy right now. But we need it. Let's let's encourage each other to call one another and just check in. Take your grandma to get the vaccine. Drop some fucking cookies off at somebody's house who's dealing with chemo. Quit being a selfish asshole. Because I know I was. I've been all about me. What am I going through? And this shit in Texas just shook me up. You know what I'm saying? We got to keep an eye on each other, help one another. Shout out to all of my friends all over this God's beautiful green earth. Thank you for tuning in. I love each and every one of you. And, and you know what? Maybe let's, let's reach out to our older communities and let's find a nice group of women in their 60s to be friends with. Because guess what? That's how we're going to change the world right there. All right, babies, I'll see you on the next episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. I love you. As always, call into the hotline, 213-7503. I will see you on the next episode. Arrivederci. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon.